Local Content Podcast, your go-to source for content creation, strategy, and business inspiration. I'm your host, Mel Daniels, content strategist, coach, and speaker, empowering women across the globe to grow their business with powerful content that connects, nurtures, and converts. So if you're ready to create standout content that gets you noticed and remembered, or build an aligned audience who love you and are ready to buy from you, you're in the right place. I believe that content has the power to connect us all. It's up to you how you use it. Listen in for genuine and insightful chats with guests, as well as practical tools and strategies from me. It's so lovely to have you here. Let's dive into the show. Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome to episode 44 of the Powerful Content Podcast and the first episode in my brand new summer series. So in this series over the next few weeks, I'll be giving you some bite-sized episodes covering off some questions from you, my beautiful audience. So they're mostly from women inside my membership, The Content Effect, as well as my Facebook group, The Content Project. But if you have any quick contenty questions that you'd love answered, please feel free to shoot me a DM over on Instagram, and I might just do a couple of bonus episodes as well. So today's episode is about where to start when it comes to content, and in particular, the difference between creating core content for your business and social media content for your business. So this question comes from one of my beautiful members inside the Content Effect, and I know that they know the answer to this but it's something that they first struggled with when they came into their membership. And it's something that I see so much resistance around as well. So before we get into this though, I really want you to understand the purpose of core content and what it is versus the purpose of social media content and what it is as well. So core content, when I talk about core content, that's the blog the podcast, or the video that you should be creating on a regular, consistent basis for your business. I don't care what you choose, (laughs) whether it's the blog, the podcast, or the video, but you 100% need a piece of core content for your business. And we're going to talk about why in a moment. But core content is really used in that connect and nurture stage of the client journey. So let's just have a quick review. The client journey is taking your ideal client from knowing nothing about you all the way through to becoming a raving fan. And it has five phases. The first being connect, where you first get to know each other and your ideal client really gets to know you and understand what it is that you stand for and what you don't stand for as well. Then we move into the subscribe phase where we're taking them off social media platforms and into our email list. Then the next phase is the nurture phase where we're really showing them exactly how we can wow them with more value with the transformations that you actually provide. Then we move into the convert phase, which is obviously when they're purchasing from you and you really need to help them feel good about making that decision to purchase from you. And then that final phase is the onboard phase. Now we don't really tend to think of the onboard phase as being a phase where we use content, but we can use content in that phase as well. Okay, so now we've done a quick revision of the client journey and how content is used in each of those phases. It is in the connect and the nurture stages where we use our core content, where we use our blog, where we use our videos, 
where we use our podcast to really help our ideal client understand who we are, what we stand for, and how we can provide that amazing transformation for them. So when we're thinking about our social media content, it's all about the connect, subscribe, nurture, and convert phases of the client journey. So we can actually use it at any stage of the client journey. Now, the difference between core content and social media content is that core content is the place where you go deeper, where you really begin to educate and explain exactly how you do what you do on a deeper level. So this podcast is a really great example of that compared to my social media content. You may get 100 to 200 words out of me on a social media post, but the podcast or my blog is where you learn more about what I stand for, and how I can help you reach that transformation that you actually desire with your content creation and strategy. So I really love to think of core content as being binge worthy content. So where is that place where people can go to find out more and more and more about you? Social media will give them a snapshot, but your core content is where you really start to hook them in and they can go back and read your previous blog posts. They can listen to your previous podcasts. They can watch all of your videos. So really think of it as that binge worthy content, whereas social media is the additional touch point. It helps you to move them along that client journey. So like I said at the beginning of this episode, that social media really touches all of those phases of the client journey. So when you're using social media as an additional touch point, it really helps you move them along. Now, if you want to know more about how to use social media in a very purposeful and strategic way, then go back and listen to episode eight, which is the simple social media plan sorted, and you'll really understand how you can begin to use each of the phases of connect, subscribe, nurture, and convert to create your social media content. So now we know the purpose and what's involved in each of core and social media content which comes first. 100% without a doubt, your core content needs to come first. And this is where I hear and feel most resistance when it comes to creating content. People think it's so much easier just to smash out a few social media posts and that's it. But really, we will save so much more time if we think about creating the core content first. Now, the resistance that I most hear is that you just don't have time to create content, that you just don't have time to create this meaty piece of core content. But really, you can't afford not to invest the time in it because you will actually save so much more time down the track with your social media content when you create your core content first. And how you can do this is through the power of reimagination. And if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to episode 10, the power of reimagination to really understand how you can take your core content and create so much more micro content for both your social media and your email marketing as well. Okay, so when we're in that planning phase and when we're thinking about what content should really get our priority, what we should be really focusing on, I want you to think core content first. I want you to think that blog, podcast, or video. And what we choose in that space really depends on how our ideal client likes to consume content, most definitely, but also how you love to create it as well. 
you know, when I talk about content, I'm always talking about the two sides of the story. There's the ideal client side of things, and we really need to really focus on them and understand who they are, how they love to consume content, what really helps them move through that client journey. But when we're not thinking about ourselves as well, then that's when that whole content creation strategy part becomes so much more difficult. It feels so much harder because we're not being who we truly want to be and working to our strengths as well. Okay, so in summary, core content is the first step when it comes to creating content. And by using the power of reimagination and implementing that simple social media plan, you will be able to connect, nurture, and convert your ideal client. I hope that's cleared up a little bit of confusion about exactly how we should create our content and in what order we should create our content as well. And if you want to continue the conversation around content, I would love for you to come and join my Facebook group, The Content Project. I'd love to see you there. And don't forget to send me a DM if you want your question to be featured in the next episode of the Powerful Content Podcast summer series. Thanks so much for listening. That's it for another week. To get more powerful content in your life, make sure you're following along on socials. My handle is at Meld Business. And just in case you're wondering, the groovy music for this podcast was created by Just Here on SoundCloud. I'd also be super grateful if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast so more amazing women like you can experience the power of content. And if you're like, Hell Mel, stop talking. I'm ready to work with you now. Here's how we can work some powerful content magic together. Firstly, come and join the Content Effect, my membership inspiring women with service-based businesses to ditch the content chaos and start creating standout content that gets you noticed and makes sales. You can join us by using the link in the show notes or just Google the Content Effect. The second way we can work together is via my one-on-one packages. We can create a sustainable content strategy or start to build out your client journey. It's up to you. Hop on over to meldbusinessservices.com.au forward slash services to find out more. Until next time, have a beautiful week and embrace the power of your content.